All right, we are rolling. So my name is Louis Vandervok. I'm here uh, with the Blue Crocus Experience, and I'm joined tonight with uh, by John Seaman of JC Property Professionals out of Marion, North Carolina. Um, and glad to have you on here, John. Uh, we we connected not long ago on Facebook, and excited to learn a bit more about what you're up to and what you're doing. Um, and usually, usually what I get people to do is just you know give a quick introduction, tell us what it is that you do, tell us. Uh, you know a bit about yourself and we can roll from there yeah sure so i own uh our our enterprise is jc property professionals uh it's a company that's consolidated a couple different companies under its umbrella um, what we've done is we've set it up so that we can come in and completely develop a property uh from start to finish and how so we can control the entire process um the llc's it owns is uh jc construction jc tree service uh jc grain and demo and so we um we own the different companies so that one hand can kind of wash the other basically i love it so do you um do they all have to be working on the same job or can they all be can can the tree service be out servicing anybody in any uh anywhere uh, and then when it's needed it yeah. gets called on gotcha yeah quite regularly they're all separated you know it's 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 uh not super common for them all to be working on one project at one time yeah uh, a lot of times, you know, like the tree service and the grading crew, they'll, you know, they'll work together a lot or the grading and the construction will work together a lot, but they're all set up as different entities completely so they can, you know, go out and service the, our, our community as well at the same time. That's awesome. So, um, are you kind of the head honcho making sure the wheels roll on, on the day-to-day -day basis or? Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some really good guys working with me now. Uh, so there's, you know, obviously there's someone over each division, but, uh, you know, we, we just moved the pieces of the chess game here back at the office, you know? Yeah. Tell me a bit about, you know, how you got started in this. What, what was the journey to get you to this point? Obviously you didn't start with, what is it? Four, four or five companies underneath you. Yeah. 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 So it's five actually. Cause there's a, we've, we've, started an LLC, which is a nonprofit that utilizes those services as well to, you know, help folks in the community that can't afford the services. But oh, awesome. Uh, so how I started was I grew up poor and had to learn a lot of things really quick. So, yep. <laughs> so me and my dad just did construction, um, when I was younger and, uh, uh, I turned that into a business and we were just doing remodeling and stuff. And I went and got my, um, contractor's license so that we could do some larger projects and um we got a couple houses to do and we had a couple lots that we had to have cleared for those houses so i brought some subcontractors in to do the the clearing for us and um uh, long story short that turned into a tree service so we just brought those guys in-house to help us um, continue clearing the lots and then when we weren't utilizing them full-time we wanted to keep them employed so we you know sold some tree work um once that started to grow further and further we were you know subbing out uh grading work and and demo work as needed you know to, for for new development yep. um, uh, again you know just to cut to the chase that that's that started a whole nother entity uh when we don't like to say we're control freaks but we like to deliver as prompt of a service to a customer as we can yep. and when you but you can control how the flow of the schedule goes. It, it makes things a lot easier. So hundred um, percent. Otherwise you're fitting into other people's month out two month out schedule, right? Cause you're not the most important player on the board. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, circling back to the conversation earlier, obviously it's hard to keep all those guys employed uh, working on just your projects. So we set it up so that, you know, completely individually all the business can go out and run and, and, and service other contractors, service, you know, other homeowners in the community. So that's a, that's a, a lot of infrastructure to, you know, and processes to, to put together. It is. And it's not a well-oiled machine. I mean, you, you know, you work on it every single day and uh, you know, you can plan and plan and plan and, but uh, things happen, you know, so it, you're right. It takes a lot of systems and processes in place to make it all work well. For sure. So now does each, so, so you, let's take the tree service, for example, because um, that's kind of how we, we ended up connecting on Facebook here. So do you, does each division or each company, because they're set up as separate companies, right? 
They are, yeah. Yeah. So does each company do its own advertising, or or does like the the uh, holding company? Um... It, yeah, yeah. So it's it's easiest to run off of JC Property Professionals' business name, and so all of our advertising and um, you know our shirts and stuff. Uh, most everything says JC Property Professionals. At the LLCs are kind of behind the scenes for you know obviously liability issues and stuff like that, and. Um, Trucks are labeled differently. They'll say JC Construction or JC Tree Service. Um, some of the guys in the in the field, some of their shirts do say things differently. We tr we try to advertise. Um, I'd say more of our branding would be uh, uh, as JC Properties as a whole. Yeah. Uh, and we do try to individualize some things because some like lead generation services and stuff like that work better for other businesses than they do one or the other. You know what I mean? Sure. Sure. Exactly. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, since we're on the topic, maybe we can just roll into what you do use for, for generating leads and, and, uh, and getting customers for the individual ones, maybe touch on the ones that would be of interest to people here. Yeah, sure. So, uh, that's actually, uh, extremely common question no matter who you're talking to or what you're talking about that yep. always comes so uh, and i've had the conversation so many times that i think the only real answer is just a hundred percent hustle so you know word of mouth obviously number one you do good business business comes around yep. uh and so we think of marketing as uh, as like an octopus almost. It's got, you know, a bunch of different legs, but they all come back to one hub, right? And that's branding, that's marketing, that's sales. And it's how you, you know, it's it's trucks being wrapped, it's your, your guys wearing shirts, hats, business cards being out everywhere. Um, and then obviously, you know, there's SEO, there's Google, there's Facebook, there's Home Advisor, there's Angie's List. Um, and of course, we've done research to see what, what brings the most in yeah uh, and 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 i what i often find myself wanting to tell folks is uh none of it works if you don't work so gotcha. you, you don't you don't want to sit here saying one's the best if you don't kind of clarify what what's behind the scenes it won't man i mean and and that's what everybody wants right everyone wants to know what faucet do i turn on and get the most flow yeah and, 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 you know, what's my ROI on each one and what's going to be the best investment and, uh, what brings me good leads, what brings me bad leads. And, and really, man, I think it all goes back to number one, um, as much hustle as you can put in and in, into the market and number two, a sales process. Uh, because let's, let's just say home advisor. Cause I know everyone always wants to touch on that subject. Yeah. Home advisor can make you an absolute fortune or it can cost you a fortune. Yep. Um, we, we have good turnout on um, home advisor because I think we have a pretty good sales process in place. Yep. Uh, very, very prompt to answer the phone when that lead comes in and reach out to them. We're very prompt to be the first person standing in front of them. We're very prompt to follow up. And, uh, and what I, what I see very commonly is, uh, people will complain and say home advisor doesn't work. Um, but they're not doing those things. They're not quickly calling that lead or they're not following up with them or they're not, they don't want to go out and do the song and dance in front of the customer, which yeah. I hear really often. Yeah. Um, and, and, and so for us, you know, we can, I can tell you what works best for us, but that doesn't mean that's what's going to work best for the next guy. You know, yeah. that's something that I've seen. Um, in a lot of uh, the different people that I've interacted with is, you know, some people are making a killing off home advisor. Yes. You get, you get random leads coming through. Um, and there's different, you know, different lead services out there. Um, yep. But the biggest, the biggest thing is like, if you're not calling the customer up right away, the, the, the very basis on the way that they operate is that, you know, they're sending it to five different people at least. Yep. Right. Um, yep. And uh, you know, even if it was exclusively, exclusively to you the leads right um and I, I don't know if you know but i do lead generation as well so um I, I deal with this even with people who are who are getting leads you know exclusively sent to them it's like you're 
you're not following up on the leads. It's like, this is sitting in your lap. It's coming just to you. It's not even being sent to five people and you're not, you're not doing anything with it. You're not calling back, you know, not even the same day. Right. Yeah. It's a, that's an extreme pet peeve of mine, especially when folks start to bash the lead generation service as if it's their fault when, when, you know, just like you said, I mean, it's only as good as what you do with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, and I mean, a big thing that I, that I try and work on with my clients is, you know, follow-up is so key too. So maybe you can talk a bit about what your follow-up process is as well. Cause uh, you don't probably make the sale on the first contact every time, right? Very rarely. Actually, I was having a conversation with another, another, uh, business owner, friend of mine earlier. And, um, uh, literally this week I, I sold a, a garage build that I priced four years ago. Wow. Uh, yep. And, uh, let's see, November, 2018, uh, uh, priced, a uh, another reno. Um, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a commercial building. Um, and just this week we closed on that contract. So yeah, you have the go do the song and dance in front of somebody and you sell right then. But you, I think just as much and, and, and for sure on bigger projects, it takes, it takes several times of following up. Uh, I, I did listen to a statistic not too long ago that uh, a lot of folks don't buy within 15 months. Uh, so especially for the size jobs that you're dealing with, right? They're probably planning out, you know, uh, yeah. a year or more ahead. Yeah. It's an, it's definitely a marathon that we're playing. It's not a sprint, you know, it's yeah. uh, and, and like I said, we, we probably do, it's a 50, 50 probably, we probably get just as many that we go out and, 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 and stand in front of somebody and do the sales process and sign a contract right then. But there's, there's just as many that we work on constantly. So, um, and, and those take constant follow-up. Another good point and not to skip ahead if yeah. this is end but, um, another huge thing that we see too is, um, kind of, kind of skipping ahead, but also tailing back to the lead generation is, um, a lot of times we're seeing that, uh, let's say someone's four or five, six months out. Well, they sell the job on day one and they lose that contract three months out or four months out two months before they actually go to uh, execute the work because their feet or whatever there's no there's no follow-up even after the sale yeah. well just because you've got that sale doesn't mean hey communication's done until we get here to execute the job i mean it's it, you know your sales process is until you start the work and even during the work you're still selling you know yeah, because I mean, they don't give you the whole money up front, right? You've got to you've got to earn the rest of the the down. Like they they probably give you a down payment for the big jobs, but you've got to earn the the rest of the payment. That's right. Yeah. So, and, and another thing is, you know, folks are buying on emotion a lot of times too, with especially in, in the industry that we're in, whether it be trees, grade, and demo or construction. Uh, you know, people people are are paying you, yeah, because you're giving them a service. But how does that service make them feel? You know, so yeah. if you, you sold the job, they're all excited and everything. And then for three months, you don't communicate with them. They're starting to feel a little bit, like you said, getting cold feet. They're starting to feel a little bit skittish about it. Maybe they got other things that have come up that they need to spend the money on. And this is, this project isn't the main priority no more. You know, yeah. all of that's because communications cut off and you're not followed up with them. Sure. No, absolutely. So maybe talk to me, you know, what, what's your follow-up process on the, like those big jobs that you just closed that uh, were from like a couple of years ago. Um, you obviously made first contact in 2018 with that job. And then what happened between then and now to land the job? Yeah. So, so let's say within a week, I got this guy a number, right? So I proposed the job at $80,000. He's got my, he's got an email. He's got the contract there ready to sign if he wants to go. Mm -hmm. If I don't hear nothing from him in 15 days, uh, I follow up with an, with an email and I set this all up in my, LS and my uh, CRM and my uh, software to quote this stuff. And so it gives me reminders. Hey, follow up with this guy. So 15 days, nothing reach out to him. 30 days, nothing reach out to him. 90 days, nothing reach out to him. And then anytime in between there, um, if it crosses my mind, I'll just pick the phone right up and say, Hey, just wanted to touch base with you. Is there any more information we can give to you? Uh, did I, did I fail to leave, leave something out? And a lot of times that's what this stuff is, 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 uh, we just didn't hit right on something, you know, there, and, and uh, unfortunately a lot of folks don't speak boldly or frankly. So they're afraid to tell you what it is that you didn't hit on. 
Yeah, because so they're like, not they're not sure if you can do it or if you're gonna if you're gonna raise the price or whatever, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's almost like every one of those follow ups, you almost have to go through the whole sales process again to try to really dig into what what it is that that they need to hear from you. You know, and sometimes there's there's other things involved. Sometimes there's insurance stuff involved, or there's litigation involved. You know, or uh, th there's so many different variables you know have to play with and. Um, a lot of it is just letting the customer tell you what, how it all needs to unfold, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. What, uh, something that I'm, I'm looking to put together is kind of a, an instructional for people. Um, I think you had popped into my contractors group on Facebook, uh, the contractors growth tips and strategies. Invite on that. Yeah. Um, so what I'm, you know, I'm, I'm working on content for that and basically I'm going to start putting together, um, some tips for the sales process. Um, and so I'm, you know, through the podcast process, I'm, I'm learning from different people what they do and that works in their industry. But um, one of the things is CRMs, right? A lot of people, a lot of contractors, especially smaller ones, they're not using any sort of CRM. So maybe talk a bit about, you know, what a CRM is um, for those listening that don't know what it is. Um, it's a, a customer relationship management software. Um, so maybe talk a bit about which one you use and, and how that changed things for you. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Um... That has definitely been night and day difference, uh, not only with, um, you know, obviously reminding me on the follow-up, communication, professionalism. There's so many things that the, a, a really good CRM, as well as estimating software, we use ours in conjunction with one another. So they're yep. both tied to our calendar and everything. It's all commingled, and, and, it, and it really, really streamlines the process. So we use... Um, and it's really simple. We use Jobber for our estimating software. We use LACRM, which is less annoying CRM for our CRM. And, and they're kind of, you know, once one offers one, a couple of different details that we like, one offers something else that we like. And we also use Google Calendar that's commingled all together. Um, so everything, any change that we do to any bit of that, it automatically goes to my phone, which is super handy. Because yeah. uh, as I'm out in the field, I can make a change. The office staff knows it. My sales folks know it. Uh, my project managers know it. Um, so kind of back to the, back to marketing, email marketing is really huge for us too. Um, that's a very, very great lead generation for us. That's zero cost. Yep. Uh, I mean, literally almost every single time we email market, which is once a week, we get a couple, a couple new leads in the pipeline. Yep. Well, the CRM uh, keeps all that stuff together for us. Uh, as we meet new customers, sell new, sell new contracts, emails go in there, um, all the customer's information goes in there. Uh, what's really great about it too is we have so many repeat customers. Um, we don't always remember exactly what we did for that customer, how the process went, how, how much we sold the job for, what our, our profit was on it. Um, and we can very quickly, as soon as we pick the phone up, we can go in our, our CRM and look at the last job we did with them. Yeah. Uh, it also helps the sales process because you, it, it kind of refreshes everything that you did with them. So you already, you've got that one-on-one -on -one connection again, just like you just sold the, the last job yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. That's the biggest thing I use it for is, you know, my brain has limited capacity, right? I'm thinking about the thing that the next sentence I'm going to say <laughs> Um, and so the, uh, the software, just for those listening, you know, the software, there's free ones you can get, there's, there's different levels you can get, but the, you know, even the free ones, I use HubSpot currently. Um, and yeah. it, it, it does everything I need because it's, it's me working. Um, obviously I'll have to branch out once I, I get more key members on, but basically, you know, it keeps all contact information. It's, it's a, a giant Rolodex. It, it keeps yeah. record. It, you can basically attach all your actions to the contact. Um, so yeah. you've got your emails, you've got notes. Um, I use it mostly for notes and any research I do um, around the company or, um, you know, I offer a lot of audits for people's online presence. So I take notes there. And then if they come back to me in a year, I'm not going to remember anything about what I did. I'll go back to my notes. Exactly. Whether you sold the job or not, uh, that's the really great thing about the lead, the, the, um, CRM is as the lead comes in there, even if you didn't sell the job, uh, anytime we're on the phone with the customer or in front of a customer, we're, we're, we're putting notes in there. Yeah. So 
like you said, we, we, we only have so much capacity that we can remember. And yeah, it's pretty small. Yeah. Even if it's just remembering details from the last conversation, yep. or uh, here's something else that's, that's really huge is, um, let's say I'm on the job and, uh, one huge thing with me is cause I've got so much going on. If I'm standing there talking to the customer and they say, Hey, I want to change this little detail. Uh, and I said, okay, great. No problem. That's, you know, it's not even an issue as far as the work or the contract or anything. It's just kind of as the process goes, this is what they want us to remember it or, Hey, we're not going to be here on Tuesday. Can you make sure the, the driveway is not blocked? Well, as soon as I get in my truck and the phone rings about another fire I've got to put out, I've forgot that detail. Yep. Well, if I'm the job and I have my phone in my hand and I have the CRM, I can quickly put that in there. And then everybody on my team knows that as well. So that's another huge, there's just so many things with the CRM. If you utilize it properly, that, that can really help your business. And, and I think the greatest thing about all this stuff and, and, and I've got a ton of friends who are, who are contractors as well in the same industry. And there's, Oh, well, I don't even have a smartphone. I got a flip phone. I don't know how to turn a computer on. This stuff is so simple to use that you, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to, to, to really properly utilize this stuff. And even if you're only getting one or two things out of it that you, that you use it for regularly, it can go such a long way, I think. 100%. Absolutely. And, and something that I've worked with uh, clients to do um, is, uh, and you guys probably have done this, uh, is basically, you know, once you have everybody in your CRM, you know, maybe there's, a, there's an off day and one of your salespeople just rolls through and, and calls people up. Um, that haven't closed and be like, Hey, like what, what can we do to move you down the process? Right. So it's, you, you, I call it a reactivation campaign, but it's basically taking past clients or, or clients that never materialized and, and just, you know, activating them again, starting them down the process again. And, and so you've got this, this unmined goal that you can just keep tapping into. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's really huge. Not only is, you know, that kind of part of the follow-up, whether you, the customer says, Hey, no, I'm not buying, I'm not doing this con this, this contract right now, or we found another contractor to do it. That person is a buyer, right? Yeah. So they've, they've, they've purchased the contract, whether it be from you or somebody else. So we have a note there that, Hey, they purchased from somebody else, no hard feelings. Well, next year we're going to reach back out to them. How did it go? Did you like the, what the work they did? Can we, you know, can we do a better job for you? So many times the customer says we had a terrible experience. We wish we would have went with you and we have this next project. Can you come out and then you're the best person ever. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, and the fact that you followed up with them uh, automatically puts you on another level, right? Because almost oh, yeah. everyone does that. Yep. You're exactly right. Here's another huge thing too. Anyone who offers a warranty, and you have a CRM, uh, let's say you have a one-year warranty on whatever the, the service it is that you do. Mm -hmm. um, everyone, every customer feels like, yeah, they sold me this service and it comes with a warranty, but how hard is it going to be to get them out here? Yeah. What if you as a contractor followed up with them in nine months and said, hey, your, your warranty is going to run out in three months. Could we come by and, and do a checkup, make sure everything is good to go? Dude, that goes so far with customers. That's like huge, yeah. Blown away by that. Yeah, that's really huge. I, I, hadn't, uh, I hadn't heard of that, but that's such a good idea. Um, especially, you know, people that offer guarantees or warranties or anything like that, you know, is the service providing what I, what I said it would provide or is, you know, has the house caved in yet or, you know what <laughs> I mean? Um, yeah. No, that's awesome. Talk to me a bit about uh, the email campaigns. You said that's free. Um, a lot of the ones that I'm familiar with, you know, are like thousands of emails, but you know, what are you using for email campaigns and explain a little bit for the listeners what that looks like. Yeah, sure. So we use MailChimp. Um, okay. And again, uh, you know, we work really, really hard on, um, on building a database of uh, emails, you know, yep. recently at a, at a seminar and they've said an email nowadays is worth about 30 bucks. Uh, and I, I'm a very firm believer in that because we do have such a high turnover uh, with our email marketing. Emails so, coming back in, oddly enough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, and, and you know, this all goes back to, again, how hard you work. Because, you know, Mir, you can quickly go out and, and just gather a ton of email, but is that all trash or is that, you know, potential down the road customers? Yep. And, and, and so, 
a lot of this really is just moving the customer through your process to till they call you and say, Hey, come stand in front of me and sell me. Yeah. So it's nurturing them down and, and teaching them. And a lot of our, a lot of our email marketing isn't, Hey, we're the best person. Uh, choose us. It's, Hey, here's a little tip on how to do your, your quarantine project right now. You know what I mean? So, uh, once a week we'll send out, uh, either just a, Hey, this is what we're doing this week. Uh, this is what we've done with the community or here's a quick DIY at home, do it yourself thing. And here's another huge thing too, is we send out, we have just an email marketing list for other contractors in the, in our area. We send out, uh, this is what we just learned in our industry. And guys, this is just as simple of what did we just learn? We're just sharing it with everybody else. Just like on Facebook, you know, you share on, on Facebook. It's the same thing. And that kind of puts us in the position of being the expert, right? So these, these other contractors are looking for that. And so when they have something difficult that they've never done, although we've taught them, they might pick up the phone and call us and say, Hey, can you come out here and help me with this project? hundred uh, percent. And I mean, it, it creates goodwill as well. If they, if they need to set out for someone, then they're going to call you because they know that, you know, you're good people. Yeah. So. yeah. And, and you know, everything we've talked about, we've hit on a couple of different subjects. What well, all kind of ties back to one another, you know? Yeah, what I mean? absolutely. It all goes back to sales. That all goes back to the branding. That all goes back to putting yourself in that position, you know? Um, yeah. But for, for the listeners, like positioning is so key, right? If you can, no matter what industry you're in, if you can provide value to people, then they're going to, they're going to eventually come to you if they need something done. Right. 110% for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to me how you're finding the emails. Um, so is this past clients that you're sending out info to, or, or are you, or are you buying email lists or talk a bit about that? I've never bought one email list. I've never paid a dollar for an email. I, I like to brag about, I nice. work really, yeah, thanks. I work really hard, um, on making sure every single person I talk to, um, I get their email address. Yep. Uh, it's so much more valuable a phone number nowadays. And I think that uh, that gets lost because if you don't have all these other things that we're talking about, if you don't have the CRM and you don't have the email marketing list and stuff, obviously that email is not valuable to you. Right. So, um, you know, number one, anyone I stand in front of, I get their email address. I've went back through any single person I've ever done business with on any of my businesses. And if I didn't have their email address, I just picked the phone up and said, Hey, uh, just trying to put everything together here at the office. Can I get your email? Nice. Nine out of 10 people don't say no. Now they may unsubscribe when you do, because it's kind of like behind the scenes, like uh, rejection, but uh, most folks will at least give it to you up front. Yep. And then the, the folks who unsubscribe, that's just kind of weeding out who you, that's not your customer anyway, you know? Right. Um, another huge thing with these like, folks that are in my industry, you know, contractors and stuff like that as realtors. A, a lot of those folks are really happy to give you their email address because they want to stay in connection with you. And those folks are always in front of our customers. That's their job is to stand in front of the customers that we also work with. Yeah. Well, how many of us are there to them, right? There's 50 contractors to a realtor. Mm -hmm. You don't stay in that frontal cortex. If you don't stay in front of mind on these folks, uh, how are they going to remember you? What's going to separate you from them? Right. So obviously you, know, you got to stand out, but number, number one, you got to constantly be hitting their emails so that they always, you know, are, are thinking about you. So when they do stand in front of their next potential buyer or seller, uh, they can say, Oh, well, I just got this email marketing from this guy, John at JC properties. And this is what he's doing. You might call him, you know, and, and they might've just with somebody else or they might have a family member that does it but because you're in front of them more often than that other person they're going to think of you first 100 uh, so not to weasel out of the, the the question but um it's it's again the very first thing i said tonight is it's all about hustle that's just as important to me as the sale of getting getting the email you know because if i get the email whether i get the sale right then or not I know down the road, there's another really good chance for me to sell something else to them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But if that email and I lose the sale, that's the end of, end of the communication, unfortunately. So yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So are you just using the, uh, the free version of MailChimp then? Uh, no, actually it's tied together with another one of our uh, packages on our website. 
So we pay the, you know, we pay our, our package there on the website, MailChimp company. So. Got it. Yeah, no, that's fair. I think you can, uh, for anyone listening, you know, if you want to use this strategy that John's just laid out, um, I think there is a free MailChimp um, package. There's certainly, there's certainly some free services out there that can, can mass email um, people. Yeah. And until you, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but until you get to so many thousand, it doesn't cost. Right. So I, I haven't used MailChimp for a little while, so I, I'm not up on the numbers, but yeah, there's, you know, reach out to Don or I, if you have questions about it, um, cause you know, we, we'd be happy to help. Yeah. Um, that's, uh, I love where this has gone. I love the the value that we've touched on some things that I was hoping to to talk about with someone and you don't, you never really know who you're going to pop on with. Right. Cause I mean, it's, it, I'm, I'm kind of doing cold intros. It's like, Hey, do you want to pop on the podcast? Um, there's always something to learn, but you know, we've, uh, we've dove down deep into some topics that I'm, I'm really excited that we have because I think it's going to bring value to people. Um, yeah. And in, in, in each one of these topics we've talked about, I mean, we could have hours long conversations about really digging in and looking at each process of them. I mean, there's five or six different things we've talked about that all kind of, you know, make a, a revolution that all goes together. And each one of those processes, you can really dive deep in that have 40 other processes in there with them. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I'm, I know we're still recording, but I, one of the things I'm wondering about as we're kind of chatting is, you know, would you be willing and coming on live in the contractor group? You know, once we get a few more people, um, maybe we can talk specifically about, you know, sales and follow up because and if you can't make the sale, you can't, you don't get the money. Right. Um, so it, yeah. if you're open for it sometime, we can, uh, we can connect and do a live in the group um, or even just record a specific um, video about that and then just post it up in the group. But I think that would add value to people for sure. Yeah, for sure, man. I'd love to. I'm, I'm happy to anytime that you get a chance to uh, sit down and, and, and go over some of that stuff. And, and you know, maybe even we, we go a little bit deeper and break down each one of those uh, topics we talked about. Uh, 100%. And, and it, you know, because there's so much to be said on each one of them. And that's really the fun thing about business is uh, there's every day, if you want to fine tune any process, there's so many different processes, not only out in the field, but back here in the office that that are so critical uh, to what we do, you know? Yeah. And I'd love to hear, I like, I mean, I don't know how much time you have tonight, um, but we could talk for hours about, you know, every, any one of these topics. Right. And there's so many different ways that everybody does it. Um, and, the, and that's kind of the fun that I get is I get to talk to so many different people and, and kind of see yeah. if they're, what's working for them. Um, I do want and, to touch on, Oh, go ahead. And really, I think that's, um, that's very, very critical is I can tell you, I could write a whole book about every single process I have and how great it works for me and uh, you know, what our turnover is and, and, and everything. Um, but I think for each individual, you really need to gather as many, as many processes as you can from other folks and, and find what works for this guy and what, for, what works for that guy uh, and, and kind of mash all that together for what works for you, you know, because yeah. every Every person's, you know, personality is different. How they talk with other folks is different. How, you know, I, I'm sure that a lot of folks listen and know about a disc assessment and all that kind of goes back into how you, each one of these processes you deal with. So. Yeah. What you know, was, did you say a disc assessment? Yeah. Disc. I, yeah. I'm not familiar with that. Oh, really? Peel, peel that back for me. Yeah, sure. So I'm not an expert on it, but it's really just, you know, four different personality types on, uh, on folks, how, how they communicate with folks, how they, um, receive communication. Uh, if they're a very organized person, if they're really high strung, um, and in each different person, which you can just do a quick Google search on a, a disc assessment. There's yeah. so many free, uh, uh, online software is that you can do a disc assessment for yourself and really kind of figure out how, what, what personality type you are and how you communicate best with other folks. If you're a salesperson, I very, very highly recommend uh, taking a disc assessment. And there's some other ones, there's some other types of assessments to figure that out how, what kind of, but disc I think is really good. Um, Which, uh, I'm going to do it right after this. What, 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 uh, what's your assessment? Uh, so I'm a high D. Uh, high so, D. Yeah, that means I, you know, I talk fast, I move fast, I, I'm not very organized, but um, read each four of the categories, because not only do you need to know who you are, 
but you need to know who you're dealing with. Sure. Right. And, and so you're making that assessment as you, uh, I love personality tests. Uh, my wife did the uh, psychology in, in university. So <laughs> we're always, <laughs> she's always subjecting me to a new test. Um, but you know, you're, you're kind of leading up to the point, you know, you, you kind of want to know what people are so you can relate to them. Right. Exactly. That's a hundred percent. Right. Yeah. You know, you need to know how to talk to folks, how to, like if you're selling and, and I'm, and I'm selling a C uh, personality, I need to slow way down with how I, you know, they, they value things differently, right? Uh, they communicate differently. And if I'm, you know, running my jaws as fast as I can, cause I'm trying to hurry up and get to the next job because that's how I am. I move very fast. Uh, I've lost that person. They're like, just get the hell away from me. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I really need to dig deep into uh, what you're going to do here at my home, you know? Right. Right. So you need to know who you are and, and, and who you're dealing with. Yeah. I love, I'm going to do that as soon as I get off and I'll shoot you over a message. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, one other topic that, you know, um, I've kind of been probing the different groups to see what people are struggling with. Um, one, one big topic that people have been struggling with is uh, retention of employees. So um, mm -hmm. uh, I've been, uh, it's especially relevant in the paving industry because um, I'm, I'm working with a few people in that industry, but um, okay. talk to me about what, you know, I imagine any construction or, or labor industry is going to run into this. Um, but talk to me a bit how how retention's been for you. How you know has it always been that way? And, and what do you do to kind of keep people around and keep the good people? Yeah, you probably just doubled the length of this conversation. Perfect. <laughs> I, I've got time if you've got time. Yeah, sure. So, um, so I think always the number two topics are you know, employees and leads, right? So that, that seems like the huge topics in any of these, any contractor groups. Mm -hmm. um, and that's because those are the two number one issues with businesses. You know, I can go out and sell and I can go out and do the work, but we're only as good as the folks that work for us, right? Yeah. So retention is an, is an absolutely huge critical issue in, in the industries nowadays because it is hard to find uh, tradesmen nowadays, you know, and it's hard to find guys who will get up early in the morning, bust their tail all day long in the heat. You said paving earlier, paving's extremely hot work. Yeah. Uh, people fall out very quick nowadays. Um, and so retention is, is still an issue for us as well as everybody else. And I, and, and I don't see a, a, a quick resolution to it. Uh, not until, you know, schools start pushing trades again. Yeah, right now everybody's pushing for people to go to university, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm, um, just turned 29 years old. And since I was in high school, that was the, the big thing right then. Like trade, the, the trades were starting to get out of school. CTE classes were, were ending at that point and, and everyone was pushing, you have to go to a university. You have to go to a university. Well, not everyone is made to go to a university. I mean, a lot of folks, this is what they're really good at, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I think, and this may be getting way off topic, but I think that kids nowadays don't even realize that being a plumber or being an electrician or being a roofer or being a tree guy. Um, I don't even think that they realize like that's, that could be a, a long-term goal for them. You know, like that. And there's good money in a lot of these trades too. If they, if the, if you've got business oh. acumen about yourself, there's good money to be made. Dude, arborists make stupid good money. You know, yeah. I mean, Tree climbers, roofers, there's so many folks in the industries that make such good money, whether you're the business owner, you're the project manager, you're the grunt, you're the guy in the ditch. I mean, there's so many folks that can make an absolute kill on doing this. And and that that's not portrayed at all anymore. You know, it's it's portrayed as the dirty contractor now, yeah. you know. It's hard work and, and a lot of people don't want to work hard now. So I mean that's that's also mm. an element of it. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Yep. So, um, you know, kind of getting back to the retention issue is it, it, it's a problem for us and we're very fortunate right now to have a really good group of guys. Um, how many guys just before you launch into the, how many guys do you have like, uh, among all the companies? So currently amongst the, all the companies I, I, um, have 32 full-time employees. Nice. Uh, we try not to utilize subcontractors, but we still have a lot of subs that work with us uh, just because even with 32 guys, we can't get to everything fast enough. Yeah. Uh, 
and with the subs, they have the same issue as everybody else. You know, the, the retention is, is, is terrible, but um, we just try to create a good culture that folks want to stay in. Uh, we pay our guys fairly. Uh, we try to help them out, not only at work, but in their personal lives, because if they're not happy at home, they're not going to be happy at work, you know? And um, I think a lot of, this is going to kind of sound crazy, but circling back to the disc is you have to know who to put with the right people as well. Like you can't put, you know, three C's with a D cause that the C's are going to just pull their hair out working with a D, you know, yeah. and, and understand, you know, that D I S or C, uh, it's just different personalities, right? You yeah. can't put, can't put a macho guy with three soft guys or something, you know? Yeah. So, and, and and you can't force guys to do things either. You can't you can't force people into positions that they don't want to be in. I learned that the hard way a couple of years ago. I kept trying to force guys to be managers. Uh -huh. You know, you know, some folks don't want to be a manager. Some folks want to be a manager and they don't want to be the guy digging the ditch. So it all comes down to communication. Just communicating with your guys, figuring out you know where to put them and where to make them happy. Whether they're going to get up and want to come to work in the morning, you know what we go out and do is hard work. Like you said, there's a lot of folks that get up and it takes a lot of self-discipline to know, and you're going to go out and work a 12 hour day, which we work a lot of long hour days. We there's very rarely do we work an eight hour day. Yeah. Uh, and it's hard for someone to get up in the morning and know that they're going to go out and do very, very hard work for 12 hours. If it's not something that they're really happy about doing. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Can you talk so, a bit about, Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. That's all right. Can you talk a bit about, you know, um, maybe a couple stories with, without names or whatever, but ways that you have worked with people um, to kind of help them. Maybe, maybe they were struggling a bit with the people they were working with or they're struggling with something at home or you, do you have some examples that might, you know, resonate with the listeners? Oh yeah. I've got a ton of examples for sure. <laughs> so um, just recently, actually I had a guy who, uh, you know, he, he had an issue with his home. He, was a couple months behind on his rent and uh, he was doing a rent to own deal and he was worried about losing his home. So I, obviously I didn't know this. He didn't come to me and tell me this, but I knew something was off with him because at work he was on his phone a lot and uh, he just wasn't focused. He was making a lot of stupid mistakes. So I just kind of pulled him to the side and said, Hey man, what's going on with you? You know, just, I said, just, and I speak very um, boldly, uh, you know, not only to my office staff, but guys out in the field and guys around me, just because, we, I'm a high D again. We move really fast and I don't really have time for the bullshit. Yeah. So, um, I was just like, Hey, you've made a couple of mistakes. This isn't you. You're better than this. What's going on. Something's got you distracted, you know? And that's something I've, I've learned as well as to read the guys more about what they got going on than what's actually going on on the job sure. because it's going on in their head relates 100% to how the job's done. Yeah. So, you know, I just pulled him to the sides and Hey, what's going on? He said, you know, and he just kind of spilled the beans because he knows where I'm going to get to the bottom of it regardless, you know, yeah. and he, he didn't want to lose his job when I was like, well, if you don't have nothing going on and you keep making these mistakes, then it's not going to work out, you know? So he just told me, you know, I got a couple, couple months behind on my rent and, uh, uh, you know, landlords thinking about kicking me out. I got two kids, wife living there, you know? And, uh, so, well, you know, where you at? And he told me what the number was and, um, so, well, if I can make the problem go away, can you focus on work and we can figure out how to get caught up? Uh, dude, when someone feels like you, you're willing to help them just as much as you're asking them to get up and come help you build something every single day. Yeah. It's a completely different person that you, that you've just arrived, you know? Um, and, and, you know, for a business owner, a lot of those issues are really simple for us because we deal with a lot bigger burden, you know? Sure. But it's their whole world. Exactly. Yep. And that's yep. all they can on all day long. You, you can't expect somebody to come to work and put in a hundred percent when that's all they can think about, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and another example, you know, I mean, I, I had a, a guy who was over um, a couple uh, on my grade and couple laborers and uh, just the type of guy who wanted to beat on his chest and push the guys around a little bit and maybe sit in a machine instead of, hopping out and grabbing the shovel and, and and me even this is my sixth year in business even today um i mean i've got a polo shirt on but i got a white tee under this and i'll pull this polo off and get in a septic tank with my guys you know what yeah. i mean 
So I don't expect any of my guys uh, to point fingers and, and not be willing to help. Yeah. So anytime that you see that on the job, a lot of the times those folks won't come to you. Those laborers may not come to you and say, Hey, this is unfair because in a lot of situations it may seem that way, but you can read the guys and see how they're communicating with one another. And that's kind of taking a step back and observing. So I, I just pulled them to the side and said, Hey, are you, you know, you're not willing to get in the trench with these guys, you know? And, um, he kind of acted like he was better than them. So I just kind of moved some, some guys around and all of a sudden these laborers are producing two and three times as much work because they respect the guy that's over them. You know, it's very much a chess game. I think of, um, and you said your wife was a psychology major, right? Yeah. So, uh, another uh, example I just gave to another business owner, friend of mine is, um, uh, when you become a business owner, a lot of it is just dealing with folks emotions, not only with the sales process, but your guys out in the field is uh, you got to read them, read what's going on with them and, and try to quickly figure out how to handle it so that they can feel like you're just as invested as in them as you're expecting them to be in you and your business, you know? Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. And I think a lot of people miss that opportunity. You know, they're, they're like, who can we get to do everything we want? and they're pulling people off the highways and byways and they're paying a minimum wage. Right. And they're like, well, I can't keep them because they're, they're no good. It's like, well, what are you doing to show them that you, you, they mean a lot to you. Right. So, you know, losing someone and having to hire a new person costs a lot more than paying them a little bit more. It does. Or, or, you know, helping make some of their problems go away. And I'm not saying just write blank checks to your guys and tell them to fix all their problems. You know, these, these folks, you know, just to say you care goes a long way and, yeah. you know, make issues go away. And there's a lot of my guys that, I, you know, I'll owner finance things to um, things that they need in their, and, you know, a, a new vehicle They're so say their, their only vehicle for their whole family just blew up and they, you know, unfortunately they don't have the, the money to go buy a brand new vehicle right now. Well, um, you know, I've helped them in, in a lot of situations like that, you know, where I own or finance it, we take a little bit out of their check They, you know, we're, we're equally invested in one another. It's a relationship. It's not a, I'm the boss and you need to go out and kill yourself for me every single day. You know, nobody is going to work hard for you if they don't feel appreciated. hundred percent, hundred percent. No, that's, that's awesome. I appreciate that. And I mean, that, that gives some, I'll probably snag some of this and put it in word form, um, for people as well, if you're good with that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, awesome. Well, I know you have a lot on the go, so I, I don't want to keep you much longer than an hour here. Um, but you know, the, the elephant in the room kind of is your, uh, your lift there. So maybe, <laughs> maybe tell people what's going on with that. I was going to, I forgot to uh, talk about yeah. it in the beginning. Thank, thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I just wanted you to get a chance to, to tell how, <laughs> how cool you are. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so I've raced dirt bikes my whole life and, uh, I recently just bought a mountain bike so that I could do some cross training and build my endurance. Well, uh, we, we here live on Lake James. Um, and there's some really beautiful trails there. I, I went with some friends, uh, not yesterday, but the day before and went on some mountain bike trails. Well, I thought I was a lot tougher than I was and thought those trails were way too easy for me. Let me go try some other trails. Yeah. I very quickly learned out that maybe I should stay on the, beautiful trails for a little while longer yeah. because about a 15 foot rock embankment and, and kissed a log my tooth came <laughs> all the way through my lip i broke my pinky toe ripped my pinky nail off bruised my shins up you know it was a disaster not only on top of that but i got to walk with wet shoes a bloody lip three and a half miles back out of the woods so uh right. that, that's the worst <laughs> I, i'm over here laughing but and, i mean and it's asked a story. the very next day. You, know? <laughs> you, you what? Sorry, I missed what you just said. Yeah, that's all right. I said, and then get asked to hop on a podcast the very next day after yeah. Austin. Yeah. I like it. I like it. This was all planned. This was all part of my master plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, worked out good. So Awesome, John. Well, um, just to kind of wrap up, you know, maybe um, – maybe shoot out. I had asked you, uh, for a fun fact, um, about yourself that, you know, other people might not know. Um, so maybe we'll wrap up with that and, you know, any final words you might have for fellow business owners who are looking to crush it. Yeah, sure. So, um, so I've got a, uh, 
a personal page on Facebook. It's a, it's actually like a business page. You can just type in John Seaman and, uh, you know, a lot of the same stuff we've talked about tonight. Uh, I'll just, I'll, I'll quickly hop on there and make a video, uh, and, and just share some of the stuff we're, we're talking about now because so, so commonly, uh, I see questions from other contractors and other business owners of, you know, Hey, what works for you and what, what doesn't. Um, so, so follow that. It's just John Seaman, S E A M A N on Facebook. Um, a, like a, that's like a, a page that you can like and follow basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I got my personal page and my business pages, but that's like a, a business page as well. Uh, yep. I try to just put some quick tips and tricks and stuff on there as well for other, other business owners. And, uh, you know, I'd like to definitely get together with you a little bit more, maybe, uh, put some more of these processes in down on on paper you know 100 percent. so so is that a coaching thing that you have going on there it is yeah and it's not i mean it's not extremely in depth i mean i, I don't run it as a business or anything but a lot of times uh you know i'll, I'll have a friend that will ask something and i'll just say well let's make a good video and i just pick up the phone and put you know turn it on facebook live and uh answer stuff on there so well you you certainly seem to you know have your wits about you uh in business i'm 27 um so uh, if I can be where you are in a couple of years, that, that'd be fantastic. Um, so, I mean, I'd love to have you on in the group um, that, I, that I'm creating for contractors because I think that, you know, these, these business principles apply to any industry. Um, so I'd love to have yeah. you on there and, you know, give you some exposure for, for the coaching side as well. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'd love to. Awesome. So any, any, uh, any final thoughts, I guess, before we, uh, we wrap up here. No, that's it. If anyone else has, uh, you know, anyone that's listening, if they would just want to reach out to me with any other questions or anything, I'm, I'm happy to follow up. I mean, I, we got a 24 hour service and my phone doesn't stop ringing for that. So, uh, phones on me all the time. So if, uh, and, and, and you know, I, I, I get just as much out of it as, uh, you know, maybe the person asking the question, you know, if you're stumped on something in business, you know, especially if it's in our industry with it being trees, grade and construction demo, uh, if there's something that you come across and you just want to quickly pick up the phone and reach out to us, I mean, I'm, I'm always happy to help. Awesome. That's fantastic, John. I really appreciate you coming on. Um, and uh, I think that people will get a lot of value out of this, um, the stuff Great. that you talked about with me. Um, what I'll do is uh, I'll just end the recording here. We can wrap up quickly in the waiting room and then uh, you can carry on with your evening. All right, man. Thank you. Perfect.